Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hi, Philomen, and hello, everybody. Hey, Alphonse. Welcome to Learning by Ear series on civil society and civil participation. Today, we are focusing on street children and more precisely how they are reintegrated into society. How they are what? How they are reintegrated, the way they readapt to society in order to lead a more or less normal life. Good. And where are we going? To a special center, the Kinsupa Center, which gives a second chance to young children. We are heading to the Democratic Republic of Congo, to the capital Kinshasa, or just nearby. Nous avons un enfant ici, si je vous le présente, il s'appelle Eli. Eli a au moins 7 ans. Um, we've got uh, one child here called Eli. He's seven years old. His mother divorced his father and he came to Kivu when he was very young. His father remarried and uh, his new wife had a child. Eli was tortured by his dad when he went to his bed at home. His body is covered in scars. Now, one day, about three months ago, Eli was abandoned near the center with this note in his hands that said, Eli was not an orphan and had the words, Help me and God will help you. There wasn't an address. If there hadn't been this center, this child would be on the street. The pastor, Shisuku Shiaka, knows hundreds of stories like Eli's. Every day, he sees dozens of children arrive from the streets of the capital and the surroundings. Tens of thousands of children live on the streets in the cities of the Democratic Republic of Congo. The conflicts that have engulfed the country, poverty and domestic violence are the main reasons for the children running away from home or being abandoned by their parents. These children, nicknamed Shege, are left to their own devices. Often they are reduced to begging. Sometimes they are integrated into gangs. Koba knows all about life on the streets. I'm 15 now. I left home a long time ago. I've been on the streets here in the city center for about six years altogether. It was my decision to leave home. We managed to survive. Our work consists of cleaning cars, but we also beg. My friends protect me a lot. Very often we fight among ourselves, and then my friends intervene to separate us. But sometimes they also make sure my attacker doesn't touch me again. It is a godsend for the children to come across organizations such as Pastor Shisuku Shiaka's National Prison Fellowship in Congo. The NGO is based in the eastern periphery of Kinshasa, the capital of the Democratic Republic of Congo. Baby Ntumba was saved by the organization at the age of 17. After five years on the streets, he was able to receive professional training. Today he is 30 years old. Now I'm in IT, and I play an important role in this center by doing data entry and IT. I would never have thought this a few years ago when I still lived on the street. But I can imagine it's not always easy to convince street children to come to such a structure, you know, even if it's just an NGO like the Kin Super Center. You are so right, Alphonse. The more time you spend on the street, the harder it is to make social contacts, 
to trust others. But listen to Reverend Shisuku Shiaka again. He's the NGO's president and he explains how the organization built up trust with the street children. Now, every day we made an appointment with the children in our church and uh, we fed them a bit. We prepared meals every lunchtime for them. Several hundred children came to eat. Then we found this house to rent where we still are and recruited the children. We lasted with the social workers and educators and negotiated with the children, explaining to them the importance of sleeping at the center and the dangers of sleeping on the streets. Now, these children are not on the street because they want to be. It is because their parents are dead or poor or because they have been accused of witchcraft. For Pastor Shisuku Siaka, the street children are the direct victims of the poverty that has incapacitated the country. This is why NGOs such as the National Prison Fellowship are so important because not only do they offer young people a roof over their heads and food, but also psychological support as well as a chance to receive education and professional training. Anton Tumba is a cook at the Kinsupa Center. We give them three meals a day. We try to vary the food so the children get a healthy diet. We look after them and make sure they are clean. We have different ages, teenagers and young children. We give a bit more to the older ones. But they all have enough to be full. They eat rice, and in the evening I give them manuk with fish or vegetables. About 30 children are learning how to read and write. Pastor Shisuku explains that education is an important aspect of the rehabilitation center. We are not an orphanage. We are an accommodation, re-education and a rehabilitation center. We set aside about 24 months for rehabilitation. We try to bring them to school standard. We also offer professional training courses in dressmaking and carpentry. But we don't have enough equipment because the Congolese government doesn't support the center. Education is one of the Democratic Republic of Congo's major challenges. Today's traumatized children are the adults of tomorrow. Solange Gonda is the ambassador of the United Nations Children's Fund to the Congo. Today we are trying to fight for the situation to change and we can't say that nothing has been done. But we don't have the means. That means that some provinces are moving faster than others where things are a bit slow. Faced with a lack of accommodation centers or training, many children are doomed to spend their lives on the streets begging to survive. But this doesn't mean that the 17-year-old Galvani has lost hope for better life. I've been on the streets since the age of 11. My mother separated from my father and because I didn't know where to go, I left home. Since then, I've been cleaning cars, doing odd jobs here and there, begging from passers-by. I was in a center set up by Mamo Aida, a white woman from the United Nations Organization Mission in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Since she left, 
the center has shut down. Uh, if I find some work, I'll be able to get off the street. I'd like to be a mechanic or sew or do something else with my hands. It's not rare to see children on the streets in Africa. No, it's not. But it's not because it's common that makes it any less shocking. And when they become adults, they can't find their place in society because they've been on the streets for so long. Is that why some organizations are trying to help these children? Yes, but according to the Convention on the Rights of Children, governments should also be doing everything to make sure that there are no longer any children on the streets in Africa. The Democratic Republic of Congo, for example, has signed most of the conventions and international declarations protecting the rights of children. But as we just heard, the situation is still very complicated. And it's dangerous for these children to live on the streets, isn't it? Of course it is, Alphonse. It is dangerous for different reasons, often because they don't have enough to eat, then also because of illness and because they are often subject to violent attacks and nobody is there to protect them. Not to speak of the psychological effects of years on the street without much love and affection. Well, I'm glad to have you, Big Sis, even if you often annoy me. <laughs> yeah, Alphonse, we are lucky to have grown up in a family. But remember, you can support these street children by making a donation to the associations which help them, or better still, by giving them some of your time. That was another Learning by Ear program on the subject of civil society and participation. To listen to the program again or to send us your feedback, go to www.dw-world.de/lbe. Thanks for listening and don't forget to tune in again next time. <laughs>